0: hey welcome to the wolf podcast have you ever wondered why the prices of goods and services keep increasing why groceries and other products cost more than what it would cost you before 10 years i.e 500 rupees worth of groceries will cost you more today than it would cost you in 2010 which means the purchasing power of 500 rupees has reduced in a decade many economies around the globe have collapsed because of inflation Why does inflation occur? Is it really a bad thing? How does it affect other economic factors and what it means to you? This episode is all about it. Inflation is the increase in prices of goods and services over time. It reduces the purchasing power of the currency and increases the cost of living. So as prices rise, your money buys less than that of what it would buy a year back or so, and your standard of living might reduce. The RBI manages inflation by using monetary policies, you'll know how at the end. Well, there are four main causes of inflation. Number 1. Demand and supply Demand-pull inflation. Demand-pull inflation occurs when the demand for goods increases with less supply, so, the prices of goods increase. Let's imagine there are 50 houses for sale in a neighborhood and 40 got sold for a typical price and 10 houses are remaining. But all of a sudden the government announces 0% property tax for real estate in that neighborhood. So everyone will rush to buy those remaining 10 houses due to more demand for those remaining houses and prices will increase. Now only those who have more money can afford the house, causing inflation. This type of inflation applies to all the goods and services out there. But sometimes demand-pull inflation occurs because of fear of inflation itself. It occurs when more people rush to buy goods with the fear of increasing prices which in turn causes inflation. Number 2. Cost-pull inflation. Cost-pull inflation occurs when the production cost of a product increases due to an increase in the cost of raw materials, labor costs, or other geographical factors that affect production. As production cost increased, the supply of goods produced decrease, but the demand for the goods remains the same. This increases the price of goods. For example, if the crops are affected by bad monsoons farmers produce less output so, the price of wheat, rice, and vegetable increases, or if the government hikes tax for importing a product, the cost of the product increases. Number 3. Wage push inflation. Wage push inflation occurs if the wage of employees hikes, yes, you heard it right. Companies increase wages for many reasons, when the minimum salary increases in a country, people generally have more money to spend, eventually, the prices of goods and services in the overall market increases. You might ask is there any relationship between inflation and unemployment? Well, economists generally believe that inflation and unemployment were independent problems in an economy. But in 1958 British economist Phillips disproved this assumption when he analyzed the relationship between the increase in wages over time and inflation. He observed that there was a strong inverse relationship between wage inflation and unemployment. An inverse relationship between two quantities means that when inflation is high, the unemployment is less and vice versa. Phillips observed that years with low unemployment tended to have high inflation and years with high unemployment tend to have low inflation. When economists analyzed the wage and unemployment data for other developed economies, they had the same results. The graph of the inverse relationship between inflation and unemployment is known as the Phillips curve. According to the Phillips Curve policymakers cannot influence either unemployment or inflation without affecting the other, instead there would be a trade-off where a small decrease in unemployment would be accompanied by a small increase in it. Number 4. Printing more money. Yes, printing more money causes inflation. When the government prints more currency, the supply of money increases in the economy. When too much money chases too few goods, the prices of goods skyrockets. If the prices of goods and services soar over 50 percent in a single month then the economy is experiencing hyperinflation. Many economies have been hit by hyperinflation in the past the most recent example is Venezuela's crisis because of political instability and mishandled oil riches. In 2018 Venezuela's inflation rate hit 830,000 percent, which means 2.6 million bolivars can just buy you toilet paper. So, how does the central bank manage inflation? The central bank manages inflation using monetary policies. The ideal rate of inflation is 2% to 3% in developed countries, when the central bank increase the interest rate i.e., repo rate, banks get money from central bank for high interest rate, it would increase the rate at which it lends money to people so credit is not easily accessible and there will be fewer borrowers of loan from the banks and hence less economic activity takes place, less economic activity for a longer period of time will lead the economy to deflation. When deflation happens the prices of goods and services reduce and if the economy had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth then it is said to be in recession. Basically if the economic growth of a country increases, then so would inflation, and if there is a recession in a country and there's no economic growth, then inflation would also decline. There is also another case where the country's economic growth shrinks and the economy falls into recession but inflation hikes. This situation is called stagflation. This happened to the US economy in the 1970s and early 1980s. But there was also an economic boom both the people and the businesses were making more money and employment was on the rise, this boom was backed by productivity. That was a time when there was technological progress at such a rapid pace, which compensated deflation. How to protect your money against inflation? Inflation affects you personally. The money that you save up would lose value over time so, you should buy assets. An asset is something that has an economic value and can put money in your pocket like gold, stocks, stocks that pay you dividends, bonds, index funds, commodities, valuable artworks, real estate, and cryptocurrencies. Alright we are finishing up. Thanks for sticking with us until the end and we hope you have a great day.